Welcome back to another episode of the Crossroads Connections podcast. And today I'm joined by two very special people who do a lot of good in our community. It's the Brown Baggers program. And I know a lot of you have heard about their program in the past, but they're going to give us a little inside look on how they started their program, what it looks like today, and what the need is in our community for food security for kids. So listen in and um, I hope that you'll consider getting involved in their wonderful program. Well, thanks a bunch uh, for joining us today on the podcast. And today I have two very special people, husband and wife, Israel and Kay Brewer. And they are the founders and still continue to run the Brown Baggers program here in Sullivan County and beyond. I'm sure you serve. Do you serve more than Sullivan County? We actually do have some. We have, um, we've had some in Colmont, Lyons, Linton. Green County. Green. County. Yep. Wow. Um, and of, even Vigo. Because of Duggar School being a charter school, so they get from out of county sure see i didn't know i didn't know any of that so that's amazing yeah that's amazing well i'm just so thankful that you guys could come on and and it was kind of a god i'm going to say it was a god thing because (laughs) i was waiting for someone to come in um to the church and they didn't come up the stairs and i went downstairs and i got to meet Kay. yep and i had said for a long time we've got to get the brewers on the podcast so we can talk about their amazing program so uh share with us and everybody listening on how you guys started Brown Baggers. We actually adopted a little girl out of the state of Idaho. Her mom did not feed her. She ate out of dumpsters. And I told him, I said, if she's out there, how many other kids are out there? Because in my day, everybody helped everybody. So Mm. you didn't have that. You knew who your neighbors were. And kids today don't have a clue who their neighbors are. Such a long time ago. I know. So when (laughs) when did you guys adopt your daughter? 2010. Okay. Yeah. And how old is she now? 23. Wonderful. <laughs> 22. 22? Uh-oh. We'll be 23. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you decided, so how did that look when you first started that? How did that, what did you do? What was your first steps to? We went to the Sol- uh, Shelburne School um, and registered her, and they had an open house, and I asked Principal Hollingsworth at the time, I said, do you guys have a backpack program? And she said, no, and I don't really know what that is. So I explained to her that that's where, you know, food gets sent home on the weekends for kids. And she said that we did not have anything like that in Shelburne School. And um, she she said she knew that of seven kids that didn't get anything from Friday at lunch until Monday morning at breakfast at school. Wow. So that broke our hearts, and we reached out to Catholic Charities. Um, At the time, the director was Tom Cool. And I asked Tom if I could do the backpack program in Shelburne School. And he said, we're not in all of Vigo County yet. And I said, I can't worry about Vigo County. We got kids going hungry in Shelburne yes. and in Sullivan County. And um, he said, well, I can help you get it started, but you can't call it the backpack program because that's a registered trademark of the Second Harvest Food Bank out of Tennessee. Okay. So, See, I didn't know that, that that was an established program. The yeah. backpack program was established. Yeah. And it has been for a number of years. So uh, we were sitting at home and I told him, I told my husband, I said, when I was a kid, you took your lunch in a little brown paper bag. So henceforth, we got brown baggers out of that. That's so, amazing. So, so did Catholic Charities help you guys then? They did not. Okay, not he, at all at, the, at well, that point. he sent me files on how they got theirs started. 
Um, and we were able to go buy that in order to get that. And then um, we went to the attorney, Hawk, uh, Hawkins, up here. Yeah, and I asked him if he would help us get our 501c3. And he said, it's not like you're reinventing the wheel. Why don't you partner with our father's arms? Oh, which okay. we did do for about a year. Um, we went under their umbrella and was able then to purchase food from Catholic Charities that we were not originally able to do because we weren't a 501c3. Sure, sure. And then you, and that's like pennies on the dollar, right, that it you can is. purchase through Catholic Charities? It is. And something that the community needs to be aware of, when you do... Um, a fundraising event and that food even if even though it's collected in Sullivan County if it goes to Catholic charities mm-hmm. and then our father's arms or brown baggers or whoever go up to purchase that food they actually purchase it yeah see it's not that's something free. i wasn't aware of at all until i had um Dee Fulford on our podcast mm-hmm. last week and she's with the Catholic charities i was very unaware of how that worked mm-hmm. so you think you're giving it to be given to someone for free, but you're just giving it to somebody that's going to charge a little bit to somebody else yes. to give it yes. back away for free. So what what's the best way when people want to collect food? Especially, I mean, is that something that you guys need? We, we do take some of that. Um, ours has to be, for the most part, individual serving size. Um, and that the other thing with that is when you're talking about 260-plus bags— Oh, my goodness. You know, one or two doesn't really help us a lot. Sure. I mean, you know, and generally I try to go find whatever it is they've got so I can match it so all the bags are the same. Uh Because, you know, you don't want kids fighting over, well, you got this. Especially siblings. Yes, exactly. calls and complaints from the parents. Oh. Yes, we do. That's tough. Yeah. You want to say you're getting this for free, so yes, be complaining about it. That's tough. We understand, so we try to make everything as equal for everybody as we can. Sure, yeah. sure. Try to change it up every few weeks, but after COVID hit, we aren't able to order in bulk anymore. Oh, okay. So it makes it hard for us to go and buy things. Just like this last Monday, I had to make five stops. Wow. Just to get enough food that matched. Mm-hmm. Wow! And so, did you did you say two hundred and sixty bags is mm-hmm. how many you guys are doing right now? Right now. Mm-hmm. Do you do you, off the top of your heads? Do you remember what your highest number was? Two hundred and seventy nine. Wow! So you're still COVID. though so high then. Mm-hmm. You're still so high in numbers. Unfortunately, that year usually our this when summer hits, our numbers drop by at least half. Really? They go to their grandparents or the other side of the parents or whatever. Okay. And the first year of COVID, our numbers actually, I think, went up during the summer. They did. Wow. Yeah, we served over 225, I know. they've dropped back down since then. Okay. We used to, when we first started it, we would try to, we'd go to the schools during the school year. Uh Uh-huh. They would distribute the bags. We had a few home deliveries. And then we would go to the libraries throughout the county, and they would disperse but the parents weren't coming to get it, or they couldn't get mm. there, the kids weren't coming, whatever it is. And then, so we went to strictly just doing home deliveries during the summer. Wow. Wow. That yep. would take hours. Oh, I'm sure. Get, I'm sure. Over the whole county. Yes. And so you still, you go out all summer and deliver. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. All 52 weekends a year. Wow. That's amazing. And do you guys, I mean, is there a way that people can help you? 
What's what's some top ways that people listening could help? Well, probably the most helpful is cash donations. Okay. So we can go purchase in as close to bulk as we can Mm -hmm. um, because we actually clear the shelves when we go to Menards, Menards, Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree is the only one we have been able to order some of it in bulk. Oh, that's good. Um, We're getting a Dollar Tree. Yes. yes. So that'll be nice. I'm hopeful that they'll be able to to get the orders in there. That would would be be, nice. Yeah, that would be. That'd save us a lot of miles. Um, Walmart, they're big about helping. And Sheila, yeah, Sheila Nail that's out here at Sullivan, she's good about, she knows what we order, you know, what we used to order and stuff. And and she's good about, you know, when we tell her, hey, we need what we can get. And she'll go through and she'll not completely empty herself. Yeah. But she'll give us all she can. That's great. So, Manager out there right now. Yep. Don't remember his name, but he's as soon as he found out about the bro when he took over the store, he was like, "Well, help whatever we can do." Wow, that's so, wonderful. So you have good community support. We right. do have, which is so nice. Yes. That's so so nice. So yes. if we have groups listening, church groups or <coughs> prayer, discipleship groups, prayer, prayer, a lot of prayer, prayer. Well, we can do Verse that three. We can do that for sure. <laughs> Prayer you've got for sure, but cash donations is your best bet. Yes. And I just I want the I want you guys that are listening to know that Kay and her husband Israel are both working full time jobs. Kay has three part time jobs. Mm-hmm. Israel has a full time job, and Brown Baggers is your is a full time job. So yeah. pray for the program, but pray for these two <laughs> great great disciples of Christ because you're doing this. Yes, because your daughter was in need, but you're doing it because you just you love people, you love kids. Can't stand to think that there's kids out there going hungry. And um, just a note, I guess, that people ought to know: when we started the program, there was a thousand one hundred and fifty kids that were food insecure in Sullivan County. And I just looked up today, as of 2020, we are down to 660. Wow. Which half. is, yes, which is wonderful. Which shows that you guys are making a difference. We hope. And, yeah, and we all the hope. programs that are helping are making a difference. Yep. Because those are solid, that's solid numbers to know that you're making such a difference. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's, it is awesome. But I also wanted to talk about, you know, I was just telling Israel earlier, I saw on Facebook last night your. Um, basket yes. online auction. Yes, the Easter basket online auction. Yep. So we're gonna we're gonna share that away, but I also want to promote that to get on there and bid on those baskets. Mm-hmm. So kind of tell us well, what what should we look for and when does that end? That ends April the second at eight. It's just before it turns eight oh one at okay. night, and then we we hope everybody can come on the third. Mm. To pick it up from 5.30 to 7 Okay. Um, at the Brown Bagger office, 31 North Court Street. Um, we, we have multiple volunteers that are going to take care of that. Um, and it will tell, you know, you've won this bid and, you know. Come pay and pick up your basket. Yes, exactly. Um, but with that. So many times um, there's multiple baskets. So please just bear with the the ladies that are going to be taking care of that. Um, Yeah, I had another thought about that, and then I just... Well, I can tell you, I looked through your baskets last night online, and there are some amazing things. And I know for parents, you would not have to Easter 
basket shop at all if you win a couple of these baskets because you they're prepared for you they're done they're easter baskets you could just literally give to your family because yes, they're they there's some great stuff and but and some bigger there is ticket actually items. yeah there's actually stuff for parents to give each other yes husband and wife baskets yes we have tool sets we have dalton or no Adult <laughs> baskets, you know, movie baskets. Yes. Um, gardening. There was a ton of gardening yes. things. Yes. Um, There's actually a bicycle in there. Yes. yes. I saw them. That's wonderful. Kind of low right now. Hint, hint. Um, <laughs> hint, hint. Bit it up. It is. It's, there's a lot of nice stuff, and it's all new stuff. Sound bar. There's a sound bar I, that Jay's Auto World uh, donated. Jeeps are side by side. Yes, um, I saw that too. Yeah. We actually have over over half of what we had last year. Like, yes, we last have. Last year was the first year we did it. I think okay. we have 91 baskets this year. Wow. So and there the is community has been wonderful to support that this year. Yes. Good. There's something for everybody. I can tell you. From there going is. Going through that auction yeah, and looking. Autistic kids. We have. We try to make it a variety. We didn't do. I don't think we need pets this year. Yeah, we didn't do pets this Last year. Sorry. Year pets, I mean. Sorry for you pet lovers, but that's okay. <laughs> There's plenty of other things out there. There's, there is literally something for everyone. But So the money that you receive from this auction will just go to help buy food. It actually, what we're trying to raise money for right now is a building. Oh, okay. It's for the building fund. We're um, in our fifth building since we started. Your fifth building. We yeah. started in our own kitchen. Went to the Shelburne School, School, Farmersburg United Methodist Church. The old doctor's office in Shelburne, and now the old Board of Health building here in Sullivan. So you're wanting a bigger building? We actually do need a bigger building because we've outgrown this. Um, we're very grateful to the commissioners for letting us use this. We really are. Sure. And and I, I guess my vision that I'm hoping eventually we can get to is that we have a big enough building that we can have the latchkey kids that don't have a place to go after school. We can have retired teachers that will come in and help them with their homework. They can submit their homework, you know, because most all of it's done online now. Sure. So they can get their homework done and then, uh, you know, have a snack, have some mentoring, um, have coaches and things like that that volunteer to come in and work with the kids so they're staying active instead of being on their phone playing or or whatever, you know, where they actually – um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and like you said, that there's just no supervision at home, so a place that right. safe place. Yes, a safe they can just place. go and yes. have a and have an adult. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a great vision. And then, of course, you know, continue to do the food bags on the weekends. And there's nothing saying that those kids can't help put those bags together. Sure, you know, and kind of teach them to help in the community, yeah. not just to you give know, back. Yes, exactly. Exactly. The sad thing is we've had some people say, well, if you guys get your own building, we're going to stop donating to you because that means you have too much money. Oh goodness. We don't want people to think that. And no, it's not having too much money. It's having a place we have of our own that we can organize it, set it up the way we want to. The way it needs have, to be. Instead of having corners, we have to go around and everything is it's kind of hard, hard to maneuver around. Sure. Maneuver the food. And to get it organized properly. Um, when you get two or three different rooms, we could have it all maybe in just one room. Sure. And things like that. And then, organization sometimes is just, I mean, it's right. like less stress. Thing. No one in our organization is paid. Okay. Well, the only money that we get is for mileage, and that's all our people who deliver. Okay. You have several delivery drivers? We do now. Hit, thank goodness. We actually had our volunteers step up and say, hey, we're going to help start doing delivery. Because before that, we did all of it. Wow. Yeah. 
And it's, it's actually been a godsend that they did that because it's taken a lot of time away from us. Sure. That we don't have to do it. Uh-huh. So since COVID hit, we have hardly have to do a quarter of the county of that. That's wonderful. And I do. Yeah, it's well, helped a lot. We have our own as we deliver to Carlisle School. we got Southern Sullivan County uh-huh. and Shelburne. Okay. And That's what we do. And That's now wonderful. North of like Comont. <laughs> you've added some area huh yeah if it's out in the county out in the country we usually try to take that ourselves that way because our other delivery or volunteers are older and may not know the county as well or whatever and they got their nicer cars so sure they don't like those gravel roads (laughs) she doesn't eat with her car so you take my truck and i just i just think my gosh you guys have just you took a program that was amazing and so needed and you just have stepped it up personally i didn't know any of this so i just think that a lot of people listening won't know but there's a lot of like you said prayer opportunities here but we talked a little bit before we went on uh to start taping today about what's some future things coming up that people can get involved and volunteer in in july we'll be doing the Basler's, um, yeah, the ribeye okay. steak sandwich sale. Watch out there. for the ribeyes; those are always yep. a big hit. Yep. yep. So that'll be July twenty second. July twenty second from 11, eleven to two. two. Okay. So if anybody wants to come out and volunteer for that, let us know. And because that doing this actually takes a load off of us because sure. we are so involved in it and don't have as many volunteers, and our volunteers get a little tired too. I understand that. Oh sure. So if we get new blood in. Mm-hmm. I mean, every Monday, and they, they love coming in. Don't get me wrong. Every Monday they come in and they'll bag all the food. Okay. So Mondays is your bagging day. Yes. Monday, we usually start like unwrapping the stuff five between 5 and 5.30. So if somebody just wanted to show up on a Monday between 5 and 5.30, they could. Mm-hmm. They could start helping bag stuff. That's good to know. They would actually be opening the boxes and things like that that will be distributed that night. They can stay and help. Okay. Um. We've got we this year we've decided that we want to be part of the corn festival. Okay, so great. Um, if we could have maybe groups that would say, you know, take blocks of time that they could help with whatever. I I think what we're looking at doing is the cow sale. Okay, <laughs> that sounds interesting. <laughs> the cow sale. We're we're hoping that the um, Rotary will let us do black cows. Okay. But and if nobody knows what a black cow is, that's a root beer float. <laughs> and <laughs> root beer floats are delicious. Exactly. But we want to actually take that a step farther and make like Swiss cows that might be a Mountain Dew float. Oh, so fun. we want to name we want to put different. names to different cows to different sodas. Oh, that so, sounds so good. Yeah, and we're that's, hoping that'd be a fun thing that you know the community would like to see and support. And I'm here to tell you that I think personally that would be a great idea. I've never heard anything like that done, so it's unique, and, and it's new. Shelburne Old Fashioned Days ago, and her, oh. her, mom, her mom did a lot of it, but they would go in and had, I don't know, five, six different flavors. Yes, yeah. that sounds wonderful. Yeah, we had all kinds of cows. Different cows. <laughs> well, and you know, it's the corn festival in our small farming community. Yes. You so you Everybody guys, needs some cows to eat corn. <laughs> I mean, I agree. I, I personally love cows. I ha- We have cows at my house, so I, I'm a fan regardless, but... <laughs> 
I think it's a genius idea, and then that money will go. That will go to the food fund. To the food fund. Okay. That will, yes, that okay. will go to the food fund. Anything that is not earmarked specifically for the building fund goes to the food fund. Okay. And we actually um, ninety four, roughly ninety four percent of everything that we get that is food fund earmarked goes right back to the food fund. Right. And food is purchased. The only thing that is uh, not is like. Um, the mileage, which we actually had gotten a grant for this year. Wonderful. Or last year. Um, like office when you supplies. do, yeah, the office supplies. Because when you fill out grants for like wind energy, you have to you have to make multiple copies for all their board members. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have a lot of printing expense in that. I was going to ask you about grants, so I'm glad you yes. brought that up. So you guys, but you probably are the ones that fill out the grants and do you write have to write things to do those we, or we actually have a, a secret weapon there and, awesome. and i can't you give, can keep it yes i can't give out that secret weapon's name hey we're just we're i'm just thrilled that you have that yes that you have that ability to get those because we've had to write some of our own um but we do have somebody that looks out Wonderful. for that for us a lot and in in fact bob davis he was the one that put us on to the grant that that's been being able to pay for the mileage um, this last year. I mean, we all know everything costs money, and nowadays yeah. everything costs way more money. Oh, yeah, way more. So I'm just yep. thankful that you have resources that you need. Yep. But I'm really I'm excited to see, you know, a new building and all these new visions. So I just think how, how big can your program get? Yeah. With yeah. God's help, it can get really big. Right. It is. We prefer it to be small. Because that means that the children <laughs> the, are being fed. Yeah. Bingo. You're exactly right. I mean, You're exactly right. actually dropped one year. We was like, is this good or is this bad? That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah, when you said that your the food insecure number dropped almost by half, mm-hmm. that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, don't, we really don't want you to be needed. Right. Yes. But yes. like you said, your vision is getting kids in after school. You're, you're thinking about the future. I am. Can we get much. these kids in our county so food secure that they just need other support somewhere else? And yep. that's on your minds and, and your hearts. And yep. Nowadays, both parents have to work more so than back when we were kids. For sure. Yeah. My mom worked off and on, but when we all went to school, she would work. Sure. So she has something to do. Right. Not because she had to. Right. And nowadays, you almost have to. Absolutely. And it's kind of sad that that's the way it is in this country, but it is. My it mom, is. my mom says that you eat an elephant one bite at a time. So we have a program that um, you can sponsor a child for twenty five dollars a month. Oh, okay. You can sponsor that child for all four weekends, which twenty five dollars a month did cover that at one point in time. Mm-hmm. Now it's not quite there. Sure. But with the Lord's help. He you, has he has managed uh, to keep us going. How do you sponsor a child? How is that? How does somebody find that? Um, we actually have it in the newsletter. We do send out a newsletter. Um, we also you can contact me or you can contact uh, Jean Carpenter. Okay. Um, her address is seventy nine ten North County Road one hundred five East. Shelburne, Indiana, 47879. She is the treasurer. And if you want to sponsor a child, you can send her a check and just write on there, I want to sponsor a child. Wonderful. Um, Check, money order. I wouldn't necessarily send cash. Sure. Uh, And I'm going to have all of that information here at the church. So you can call us at the church office and we can 
if you're interested, we can pass that information to you as well. So yes, that'd be awesome. And um, if you want to get a hold of me, you can contact me at eight one two two three nine six zero nine zero. Um, I will tell you a text is best for me. Sure. Because then I've got reference. I can go back if, you know, if I can't answer the phone right then, I can go back to that text and know that, you know, oh, yeah, I still need to do something because I don't delete it. <laughs> I don't delete anything until I've taken care of it. And and like we said at the beginning of the show, she has three part-time jobs and brown baggers. <laughs> so a text is best Yes, if please. you want to get a hold of Kay. But, well, guys, I just thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And I sure hope that we can get our congregation involved even more. I know we've been involved in the past. But, yes, you guys have been great. And we would just love to keep praying for you. We're going to pray for your building and your vision and, and just all these kiddos that are still food insecure, that you're still out helping. We get a lot of people that, that say, how can I help? You know, I don't have a lot of money. It doesn't matter if you've got money or not. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do that. It's, like I said, prayer. It's a big, big, huge help. It um, is. And then volunteering. If, you know, if you don't have money to donate, volunteering Monday nights. Time time costs yes. nothing. Yes. It's valuable, but yet yes. it's valuable to you guys. And yes, it would cost absolutely. somebody nothing to come and help Monday nights. So. Absolutely. So we greatly appreciate you putting us on. Great. Well, God bless you both, and I just I just wish you well and everything that you're wanting to accomplish. Thank you. All Thank right. You too. Yes. Thanks. Well, I want to thank Kay and Israel again for being on today's podcast. And I really appreciate all that they're doing in our community and for all the kids that are in need. And if you want to get involved in Brown Baggers and you need some information, just call me at 268-0088 or find me at church. And I can get you involved with, uh, get you hooked up with Kay and get you involved in Brown Baggers. It's a great program. And I want to take a look at what's coming up this week. We're at the end of our spring break, or I guess today would be the middle of our spring break. But we're thinking about Euchre Night, Friday night, 7 to 9. I know it's going to be a tough one, a lot of people out of town. So I hope everybody that's at home will consider coming out and playing Euchre. We're going to play for a free will offering to buy Easter hams for those in need this Easter season. So come out to Euchre Night, Friday night, 7 to 9. And it's always a very, very fun, good time. And if you don't know how to play Euchre, bring bring Uno, bring a board game. Just come out and fellowship with your other Christian friends. And, and it's always a great time of fellowship and snacks. So come on out. I'd like to pray for you this week. Father God, thank you so much for this day. And thank you for all these people who listen into the podcast as we talk about the needs in our community. And I just, uh, I thank you for the Brown Bagger program. I thank you for all the kids that... It is helping, Lord, and I just ask that you'll continue to bless that program and help us to meet the needs that are out there, Lord. And I just thank you for our church, our congregation. I pray safe travels for all those who are traveling this spring break. Bring everyone home safe and let everybody have a great time. Thank you, Lord, for all that you do for us. Thank you for meeting our needs and loving us. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. We just love you, Father. I ask all this in your name. Amen. Well, I hope you have a great rest of your day, great rest of the week, and I sure hope to see you all.